Me and my friend take his fat shit Yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode, what episode is this? Let me look. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta check the notes. (laughs) I do not remember, bro. You know, we've been uptown making moves like Castro, you know what I'm saying? We ain't been around in a minute. (laughs) Yeah, man. 242. I I knew it was 42, and I was going to say 142. And oh, I was no. like, no, there's no way it's 142. Way, We've been way past, past that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Man. Episode 242, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. What's going on? I'm chilling, man. How are you? I'm good, man. First, I want to say something real quick. Rest mm. in peace to our brother, Yeho. Um, uh, a crushing loss yeah. to the Philly music and art community. Um. A beautiful, beautiful soul. Um, go on way, 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 way too soon. Yeah. Rest in peace, Yeho Bostic. Uh, brilliant musician. Um, lost a long, uh, intense battle uh, with cancer. He had his first cancer diagnosis uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And... Um, he was yeah, he was just a beautiful dude and like one of the rare people that like everybody knew and loved. Yes. Like yeah. all the DJs knew him cuz he was into techno and mm-hmm. house music and, and would go uh to to the parties and and dance. The the jazz musicians knew him, you know what I'm saying? The rock musicians knew him cuz he played in, you know, circadian rhythms, our homies, their mm-hmm. band. Uh, he, he played in uh, the band Darlington. You know what I'm saying? Just somebody who was uh, a rare, rare individual who was widely loved by everybody. You, If you know enough people, you know what I'm saying? You'll be out in the mix enough. You're going to hear a motherfucker say something bad Man, about a motherfucker yeah. eventually. You're you going to run into one person that's like, Man, I don't, I don't really fuck with Bull. Yeho, everybody loved Yeho. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was saying, uh, I think it was on the homie Alex Smith's post. I was saying, uh, from the day I met him, I met him on the bus. You know what I'm saying? I was coming from uh, band practice, and he saw my keyboard. He get, I remember he got on the bus, was, uh, had like the long locks and shit. Mm-hmm. I remember he had a white tee on. This is like... 06, 07 or some shit. So, you know, niggas was wearing, mm-hmm. still wearing the white tees. I remember he got on the bus and he was like, yo, do you play? And I was like, yeah. Da, da, da. We just started talking music and shit. And then I would just see him mm-hmm. after that. You know what I mean? And and up until we just saw him at, at Melissa's uh, art show. April. Yeah, a few months ago. Before that, I saw him in the hospital. Me and Liz uh, went to go visit him in the hospital and it seemed like he was doing better, uh, but then unfortunately, you know, he was not, and he, he passed away the other day. But yeah, just uh, the best fucking guy. Yeah. You know what I Beautiful mean? Like soul, the, the best guy. Such a gentle, sweet person. Um, always with like a smile, like all the time, man. And yeah. He come up and give you daps. Yes, kind words, and just like just yeah. a genuine, lovely person. 
and it is rare to find humans like that. Like that's a you know what I mean. Like that's a rare find. There's a lot of shitty people. Like you said, even the night. Listen, generally, I think people tend to like me. I don't think I'm like a bad dude in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And if you ask around, generally, like the word on me would be cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's dudes out here that don't like me, though. Like, you know what I mean? Somebody, somebody out yeah. here. You know, like that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. That's but, life. You yeah, know what I mean? but Yeho was like one of them folks that like people just like. And you can see it from like the outpouring on social media of love and, and support and sadness for the passing yeah. of our brother. Like, and he it's a shame, man. It, like when. When you told me he wasn't even 40 yet, bro, that shit, like, literally, like, really had me think, especially after shit that we've dealt with, like, life shit um, and, like, almost death shit for, like, the last couple years that we have had, we've dealt with. It really, like, just simply, like, the shit that happened last year with me, it made me change perspective. And I know you've changed perspective because I've, you know, talking to you after the shit that happened with your health, like, it changes your perspective in a lot of ways of just being like, you know, hey man, today is a blessing. Every single day. And I'm very happy. Like every day I get up and I think about like, what can I do today? As far as like, what can I like work on today? What can I make today? What can I create? And, you know, cause I think about the idea that like, yo, man, ain't this shit ain't promised, bro. Like I I woke up one day and they called me and were like, yo, you need to come to the doctors right now. Right now, yeah. And when I got there, they're like, you need to go to the ER right now and check in so we can set you up for emergency surgery because you have a bacterial infection that could kill you. Like <laughs> you literally, a phone call at 8 a.m. in the morning changed, mm-hmm. like could have changed everything. Yeah. And, you know, it just it refocuses you and you know i feel so terrible that my my brother didn't get a chance to really just like explode into the world but the beautiful thing that happens is his spirit will live on through all of us yeah and like the biggest thing i think we can take from that is like go into our endeavors with our fellow community members with a positive thing a positive outlook, mm-hmm. a positive, um, and uplift each other. Like, that's one thing I will say. Matter of fact, when we saw him in April, one of the first things he says to me is, man, how's your back feeling, man? Mm-hmm. This dude. Yeah. He who, was he was like that. Yeah, who had been yeah. rumbling cancer for years and could easily be, like, down and sad Ask mm-hmm. me, like, yo, man, how's your back feeling, man? How's everything going on with all the surgeries and shit? Yeah. And, yeah, like, you know, that's special, man. He was a special person. And, you know, it's a sad, we, as a community, we lost a good person. Yeah. Yeah, people are rightfully uh, heartbroken. I'm heartbroken yeah. about this shit. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's intense. Um, yeah. And it w- was crazy. Um seeing him in the hospital a few months back he was chilling was cracking jokes and shit you know what i mean like um had like an optimistic outlook he's yes. like yo i'm gonna get out of here 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm gonna keep doing you know my music and my photography. He was a, a brilliant photographer yeah. as as well as a brilliant uh, musician, and he was just like, yo, you know, I'm gonna just just uh, keep it moving when I get out of here. You know what I'm saying? And he he got out, and he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? He did what he said he was gonna do. So, you know. Yeah, rest in peace, uh, Yeho. Yeah, I, I'm still not. You know what I mean? Uh, like, no, I'm I mean still, It's still yeah, not like you know what I mean. It's still not completely wrapped up in my head yet. I just still can't. Yeah. Like list, list told me, it. and I was like, list was the one that told me, and I was just mm-hmm. like, what? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to believe, and uh, yeah, God bless him. God bless uh his people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His his family. I know um, he has a sister. Uh, he got a brother too, if I'm okay. not mistaken. I know. Yeah, I you remember him saying? talking about a sister before, so I know he had a sister. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, God bless him and his peoples, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace. Um, uh, I know it's been a while. We haven't been around. I promise y'all. It's not for a lack of working. We are working feverishly on a lot of stuff. Um, we've both been busy. Uh, you just saw Souls of Mischief like last week. Yeah, I covered uh, the the Souls of Mischief '93 till Infinity uh, tour, the 30th anniversary tour. They came to Philly uh, to the World Cafe live, and yeah, it was dope. It was you know a bunch of homies were there. Me and Liss went. Uh, me and Liz have been tag teaming pieces mm-hmm. uh, lately, you know, where she'll she'll do, it'll be a live event, she'll do the photos, yep, she and it. I'll write mm-hmm. the words, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, Souls of Mischief, it was it was real ill. Um, Grand Mantis opened, my oh, homie word. Yikes, his band, um, and they killed it. Uh, Breakbeat Lou, you know what I mean? For folks who don't know, the Ultimate Breaks and Beats uh, series of, of compilation records that, you know, really created a foundation for for sample-based hip-hop. Like, a lot of the uh, 90s rap records, like 80s, late 80s, uh, early 90s rap records, a lot of those records, niggas was a sample in the originals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of that shit was hard to find. A lot of them, like, super rare breaks and obscure breaks, they were sampling the ultimate breaks and beats mm-hmm. compilations, these bootleg compilations. So uh, Breakbeat Lou and a guy named uh, Lenny Roberts, Breakbeat Lenny, uh, made that series. So Breakbeat Lou opened up. He was playing breaks and shit. And then Souls of Mischief, um, you know, I I was a fucking stand yes. of yeah, Souls yeah, yeah. of Mischief when we was kids, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I'm rapping the whole shit, like the whole album, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're doing uh, a bunch of songs, but then they were also doing like deep cuts. They did Cab Fair, which is like a... a uh, Hyro Heads No is like a, a unreleased joint that mm-hmm. was supposed to be on 93 Till Infinity, uh, but they couldn't clear the sample, uh, the, right? sample the the taxi TV show theme mm-hmm. sample. Um, they played uh, Step to My Girl, which is on Souls of Mischief demo tape pre-93 uh, Till Infinity. So it was, it was ill. And of course, they did the title track. 93 till infinity they closed out with that and everybody was like singing along like waving their hands and shit it was it was beautiful and it just reminded me um of 
how much I loved that record. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, as a kid, you know what I'm saying. It was, it was a we had a little snafu. Uh, I was supposed to interview them before the show. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, we were supposed to do a pre-show interview, but I showed up, and I guess like the PR fucked up like my access. Yeah, I showed up, and the, the box office is like, we well, don't know nothing about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I I chalked it and just you know uh, watched it. Uh, that from happened the to crowd. me at the Seagull show. Like I showed up, and they were just like, name's not on the list, <laughs> and like, I'm no. like. Can't help you, which that's the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, that's the game. But yeah, it was a fun night. You know what I mean? I like working with Liz. Like we'll go to a show, and um, you know she'll she'll be in the photo pit. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing my weird shit. Like I <laughs> I do my notes just in my phone. Yeah, I write. So I have like a yeah yeah. You know what I mean? I'll, so I'll just be talking. Oh, okay, breaking down. I should exactly do that. yeah. Yeah, I'll send you the app that I use. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? It's like an instant transcriber. So I'll just be talking into my phone. I know people... (laughs) Maybe maybe people don't give a shit, but I I know I look weird walking around like... I know, I thought about that. know their limitations. (laughs) I I was... uh, So I covered the Robert Glasper show same day as the the Souls of Mischief show. And that was amazing. But like, I'm like, everybody's dancing, having fun. I'm literally on the floor, like typing shit out because I'm like, yeah, I want to make sure I have this for tomorrow. (laughs) Like, I'm sure people are like, you got to go home. Yes. You know, and and write this whole thing on the late night tip. God bless people who really do that a lot. Yes. That's it's got to be tough. Cover live. I I don't be trying to do that shit no more. (laughs) Right, that's got to be tough. Um, it depends on the scenario. Yeah. Like this one, I wanted to yes, do. Yes, absolutely. Um, I saw uh, Big Boy as well a couple weeks ago, Memorial Day. Oh, shit. Um, at uh, Brooklyn Bowl? At Brooklyn Bowl. And yeah. first of all, Brooklyn Bowl, amazing place. Go check it out. Brooklyn Bowl, Philly. It's amazing. Um, Brooklyn Bowl is a cool venue. Yeah, it's really nice because it's like, it's it's large enough that it's not like you don't feel like cramped. But it's small enough mm. that it still feels intimate. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't feel like you're like rammed into a tiny room, but you also feel like, oh, this is a like a private show almost. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, the, the big boy show was out, outstanding, man. Like, you know, the dude put on a show like we were in a stadium. Mm. Like, Rocking it. Came out in the mix to do oh, I love what? the way you move like <laughs> amazing bro amazing nice um yeah it was a it was a super dope night both of those shows the Robert Glasper show was insane like James Poyser's there like you mm-hmm. when you're like oh I'm watching legends on stage like you know what I mean yeah. it, it's really dope like you know one of the beautiful things of like stuff that we do is that we get to do shit like that um yeah. and, and them veteran artists man yes they they like they know what they're they doing. They put it down. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like a oh these young kids, you know. But these old heads is, is smoking a lot of y'all niggas on stage. Yeah, it's just straight up. To tie that in, uh, the BET Awards happened this past weekend, and <laughs> which I I fucking love BET and I love the BET Awards. I don't give a fuck who who what niggas say. <laughs> I love BET. I will say this: fuck that. the younger performers. Because they had their BET, like, 50th anniversary of hip-hop thing. And you see that... But, again, 
this all happens. Like, it's just like an athlete, like their rookie year, and then you watch them five years in, they're a completely different performer. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's going to happen. got to learn. Yeah, and that's going to happen with all these artists. I remember Rihanna being, like, criticized for her performances early on. Mm-hmm. Um, Alicia she Keys. She wore this, the Super Bowl. She wore that shit out. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I think, like, you have to learn to, like, become. And also, man, one thing you have to remember is some of these artists not performed in front of an audience as large as uh, what's going to be at the BET Awards and shit. Yeah. That's... That's the thing, and I'm glad you brought that up because um, I hear like older people complain about younger people's uh, like live show performance, mm-hmm. especially in a scenario like an award show where you have multiple generations performing and watching. Yes, right. So the older people comment on what the younger people are doing. If you think about the system that you had to go through in order to get on in the '80s. Motherfuckers had to start with talent shows. but Even before talent shows, motherfuckers had to start in church, Mm -hmm. for real, for real, which was a training ground for black music. Then you had to uh, do the talent shows in your school and in your neighborhood. Then, you know, maybe a manager would start fucking with you. You start doing local tours. Somebody, you would press a record, and it would be like a little local hit, and then you would do tours that way. Then you and all the other groups... If you was in New York, y'all would come down to Philly mm-hmm. and play at the Spectrum or the After Midnight or whatever. If y'all was out to L.A., y'all go out to L.A. and play at fucking World on Wheels or some shit. You know what I'm saying? You you had uh, a network of venues step by step by step that young artists could get reps in and really learn how to rock a crowd. A lot of young people now, they're in their house there's no venues really for them to yeah. play and nobody telling them to play. The, fir- the, the first time I recorded a rap song, an older cat heard it and put me on a show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, you recorded a song. This is what you do next. And I'm like 11 or 12 yeah. or some shit. You know what I'm saying? If younger people now record a song, put it on the internet, it pops, and then they have to figure shit out in the reverse. You have a hit song and no live experience. You got to figure it out in reverse. That's not their fault. That's the the era that they're growing up in. Yeah, absolutely. That's how the shit works now. Yeah, I mean, you know, they record a song on Fruity Loops and then post it on YouTube and next thing you know like they got a recording artist contract yeah. like what do you you're want? fucking famous yeah you're like next thing you know you're famous you're like what do I do now? and and one thing like folks have to remember as well is like a lot dude I remember Jay-Z getting criticized early on in his performances like yeah cause they yeah. just stood on stage and went rapidly rap 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 like you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that's what they that's what they knew how to do like i yeah, look i'm gonna stand here and rap like now yeah, like do my song yeah then like stage performance became bigger and all that kind of stuff and, and it took time you know what i mean yeah. and so i get it because you know you put on um somebody like light or whatever yeah, they're seasoned performers yeah. who've been doing it for 30, 40 years. <laughs> why, is, why, why isn't Ice Spice yes. as good as Big Daddy Kane? Yeah. 
Like, that's not even fair, dog. Like, come on. That's not even reasonable. No. No. She young and figuring out. All these folks are young and figuring it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they did, like, their uh, big medley Mm -hmm. to hip-hop. Or they had, like, a few broken up uh, throughout the years. Like, they started with, like, Sugar Hill Gang and uh, Light came out. You know what I'm saying? Kane came out. Um, and they went, you know, they kind of went chronologically throughout the years. And like, you know, I love award shows and I love shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Seeing all these motherfuckers come out and rock, you know, Light sounded good. Kane sounded good. Dougie Fresh came out. They did a whole little um, micro set of uh, like reggae. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, little, vi- uh, little vicious actually. came out and shit too, right? Yeah, little vicious and Mad Lion. Mm-hmm. But then later, when Busta got uh, his Lifetime Achievement Award, he did another reggae set. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he brought out like Cuddy Ranks and shit. I think it was Cuddy Ranks he brought out. Um, but yeah, it was it was ill to see um, all of these different uh, iterations and and little like points in time of the genre kind of laid out throughout the night. I thought they did it really well. Um, I know it's like a thing to criticize BET, but I think for the task that they had in hand, 50 years of music yeah, through all of these different stages and styles, y'all did well. Kid Capri, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. was DJing. Y'all did what y'all needed to do, you know what I'm saying, for the task at hand. Absolutely. And I, I think... you. They're in an impossible position in the sense that, like, no matter what they did, they were going to get criticized. So, like, you know, do your best. But, like, simply what did, like, you, it was an award show. It's not like it was, like, BET's celebration of 50 years of hip-hop and just celebrating 50 years of hip-hop and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're mixing in awards that have to get in there, uh, prominent younger artists live performances and shit like you're not yeah. just working on like hey let's do a med- uh, a medley of like 50 years and we'll bring out these people these people these people these people and then we'll do like it's like it's not a concert man like you know what I mean it's right. a it's literally a award show so it's difficult and I think when you're able to even just touch on stuff and like there was a even a, a, a Migos reunion which is mm-hmm. awesome. Like, you know what Crazy. I mean? Crazy. Um, and, and like that stuff, like I thought it, it, it came off really well. I know like there's been a lot of criticism of it, like you said, but they're, they're just in an impossible position. Like you're not going to make everybody happy. The old heads are always going to say like, oh, there should have been more. And like mm-hmm. younger folks are going to be like, why is this dude who's 50 on my screen right now? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's just how it works. Yeah, you always get like the dickheads that are like, uh, like we know this is like something. This this so award shows are for the biggest names. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the nature of the shit. You always gonna get a motherfucker that's like, uh, oh man, why what what why y'all ain't put you know ten thieves on that bitch you know what i'm saying like some obscure group you know what i mean like why you no disrespect to ten thieves i fucking love ten thieves i got records in here but yeah it's like um it's always it's it's always you know somebody who is never gonna be enough like you said it's never gonna be enough for everybody which 
award shows aren't supposed to be enough for everybody. They're supposed to be enough for the most amount of people. Exactly. 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 You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is, you know, that's what it is. Yeah. When you're programming, you're programming to get the most amount of people. Not like, yo, we have to make sure we get the five crucial conflict fans that still exist to watch this thing. You know what I mean? Crucial conflict. (laughs) But like that, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you like Mm -hmm. you're not like, yeah, it's really important. We get like the, you know, the 20 people who are still fucking with this obscure artist. Yeah from 1999 that are like yeah you know what i mean yeah i think people be like uh just wanting to flex too when they they bring that up this is like a pet peeve of mine when like uh you know somebody rolling stone puts out like the top 10 greatest beatles yeah uh, songs (laughs) and then somebody's like well what about this obscure b-side like nigga you know that's not what this is for no that's not what this is for, but yeah. Nah. Shout out to BT because y'all, you know, y'all did y'all thing. Kid Capri, like I said, uh, he held it down. That's got to be some shit, like uh, spinning, you know, for all of them different yeah. styles and sounds, and and just in that scenario where you're um, you're playing a different. It ain't like how you would play a record in a club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You may have to start a verse early or cut a hook out or something you know what i mean like it was, it was crazy uh but they were really prepared uh for that whole thing it seemed one person who wasn't prepared who who i absolutely adore and will not slander but come on uh patty labelle did a tribute to tita turner oh, and she she's doing simply the best and forgot Don't the words worry. But I was saying the list, uh, and, and people are mad. Yeah, yeah. People are mad because uh, she forgot the words. Other people are like, yo, she's 80, which I get. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But I was saying the list earlier. Patty thinks that shit is cute. Where she, like how she, because it's R&B. If you aren't sure about what to sing in a certain thing, hit or run. Yeah. Patty LaBelle been on stage since the 50s, probably. She know how to disguise some shit and do some real fly slick yeah. shit if she wanted to. She think that's cute to be like, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I can't see the words, y'all. I forgot. She think that's like a funny thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, yo, homegirl uh, uh, Tina Turner gave her whole life to black music. You know what I'm saying? And she just died. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to do better than, you know, you forgetting the words yeah. on state. Like, I know you, Patty, and you, 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 you one of them ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I love you Patty LaBelle. You a legend, yeah. You a legend. I love Patty LaBelle. But, like, let's not do that shit. Honor this woman's song exactly. and perform the song. Yeah, if, and like. You know what I mean? For, like, come on. For me, it would be like, well, it's just, I would have been like, don't have me part of it like i don't know what i need like i don't want to disrespect the legend like you know i I don't know that song yeah and you rehearse i don't know what how much runway bt gave patty labelle you gotta rehearse dog like come on man like that may be part of the 80s the the being in the 80s it was just like hey man i ain't little fucking rehearse i I figure it out and i get it dog when you get older your your give a fuck meter, yeah. It be it be it be changing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, come on. 
Like Tina Turner is is a a, a fucking a comet that came to Earth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A star. Please do her right and, and sing her song the right way. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. They should have got Fantasia. Yeah. Not the Monday morning quarterback, but Fantasia would have came in. She'd have sang that shit, took us to church. She'd have kicked her shoes off and shit. Yeah. Fantasia would have rocked that. She would have really rocked that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And she's in something you know I mean? new coming up, too. So it probably would have been a good idea to get her because you could have, like, the cross promo. The like, cross you know promotion I mean? to uh, that color purple. That's what it is. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I knew it was something, and it was in my head. I'm just like, what the hell was it? And I knew it was like a movie. And I'm like, what the hell was it? And I couldn't think of it. But yeah, she's in the color yeah. purple, uh, the remake. The so. new color purple. Yeah. Um, I think we can move to like new music for the week. Did you listen to anything new? Yeah, absolutely. I've been rocking with this record. Uh, it's Damon Locks and Rob Mazurik. Okay. I don't want to say the brother, uh, his name wrong. Rob Mazurik and Damon Locks. This record is called uh, Future Radio City. I'm sorry, uh, New Future Radio City. Okay. This shit is like really uh, like nothing I've I've ever heard before. Oh, wow. Um, so the, it's, it's kind of like um, musically, there's like uh, some hip hop influences. There's like free jazz influences. Um, music, that, that's what's happening like musically. But like conceptually, the whole thing is structured like a radio broadcast like you like you tape something off of the radio like pirate radio and the whole thing um it has like ads in it for oh, like wow. radio shows but it's it's all like uh it's it's kind of like as if you were set in like a, a future dystopia mm-hmm. and they're broadcasting the revolution yeah through this imaginary radio station um, I know that's kind of like a roundabout way, <laughs> to, to, but it sounds or imprecise. Dog, oh, it's crazy. It's it's so crazy musically. Um, and there's so much going on because some of the shit it'll just be like a raw loop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, man, this shit. Like somebody could like really spit on this, but then other parts it'll be like poetry. Other parts are like noisy mm-hmm. and and like avant garde. You know what I mean? So it's it's just like a lot going on uh, musically and conceptually. It's, it's really um, one of my like favorite things that I've been uh, listening to and digging into lately. Because, you know, I love radio. I do radio. You know what yeah. I mean? And I love uh, that kind of like rebellious spirit of pirate radio back in the day where it's like unlicensed radio stations and people just like going in on the air you know what i'm saying like at one point on this album uh they they say like um you hear like the announcer and it's like new future city radio you know broadcasting from rooftops unknown or some shit you know what i mean it just it puts it puts like the whole movie in your mind absolutely you know what I mean? So that's that's what I've been rocking with. Uh Damon Locks, Rob Missouric, uh New Future Radio New F- Fuck, I'm fucking it up. <laughs> Damon Locks and Rob Missouric, New Future City Radio. Fantastic record. Wait, I'm gonna check that, John. it's on like just streaming? It's on Bandcamp. Okay, it's on Bandcamp. Cool. Yeah, it's on Bandcamp. I'll it's definitely check that out. Um yeah. 
I checked out. I know everybody's going to say, oh, Josh, probably going to talk about some like British hip hop. <laughs> yes, you're fucking absolutely right. I'm going to talk about British hip hop. Eat a dick. Um, yeah, uh, Purple Hearts by uh, Tiny Boost and Young Teflon is fucking amazing, bro. Like, it's so, 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 so good. I swore to God this album was coming out in September because, you know, they write their dates weird in England. Oh, you know, yeah. like they. They put the the day of the like they put the date the day first and then the month second. So I kept seeing day month year. Yeah, and then so I see it and it was like nine and I'm like oh so it's coming out in September man damn and mm-hmm. but but I was like they're releasing music from it already. It's releasing music pretty early so we putting it out and then like then they and then it dropped and I was like of course because I'm a fucking idiot and mm-hmm. I thought about uh, <laughs> I'm thinking in American way. But um, yeah, they uh, they dropped this record a couple weeks ago, and it is amazing. Um, they had a collaboration a couple years ago called Sharks that was really dope. I think they have a, I think they're on Pluto together too. But um, they've yeah. had a couple records together, and they really their styles are definitely like not um, like similar. They're very like contrasting styles. Um, Young's is very smooth and like almost Nas like in, in the way I've talked about him before, just like how his style is. Tiny Boost mm. is very much like more in your face, um, more like Busta in that way of just like mm. raw and in your face. Um, and but they're very complementary to each other. Like you would think yeah. maybe it doesn't, but they very much complement each other just because of how they move. Um, and it's a really stellar record. Uh, the production is super dope. There's a ton of producers from the UK on there. Really, really dope. Um, and it's a like it's a spectacular record. Dude. I'm really mm. loving this record. Nice. Um, nice. So folks should definitely check that out. And that's everywhere. That's streaming everywhere. So definitely check both of those records out. Um, and uh, besides that, I think we can wrap up. Uh, you can follow us at Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow our Vivo page. There's stuff going up there all the time. Uh, Serious Rap Shit Vivo um, in on YouTube. Um, there's a lot of exclusive shit there, so go follow that page. We're almost at a million views on that page. Crazy. Shout out to y'all. Yes, yeah, shout out to y'all. Crazy to think our videos have done a million views on that page insane yeah. um and we really thank everybody who's checked stuff out and supported us in the past and again we apologize like we know i we, we told y'all a couple weeks ago it's good, like it'll be hit and miss sometimes just because our schedules are crazy but that's because we're working on a lot of stuff and, and we yeah. we're and that's for y'all like we're working on shit because we want to be able to get it out to you guys and you guys to see us and you know like srs is the platform that launched a lot of stuff and so we're very very thankful for everybody who's still listening and people have been listening from the beginning or wherever you hopped on at like we're really really appreciative of you guys um because it's important but again you're like yeah we just want to appreciate i will say we appreciate everybody and um say how much like you guys support means to us and um we promise we're like working on shit that we think is really, really cool that we think you guys are going to love. And, um, you know, we're, we're so grateful for where we're at and the way we're going. And, um, a lot of that is up is thanks to a lot of you guys who support us and, and show us love. Um, absolutely. 
So, again, thank you, guys. We'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his rat trap to you.